0: And welcome back to the podcast. We're a day late, that's right. Well, depending on if you listen to this, it's on a timely manner. but Usually I update a podcast on Tuesdays. Today is Wednesday. I was helping a friend out. It got kind of late. I worked hard the previous night. And when I got home and tried to relax, I was going to go. With my mind, just rattle off a podcast really fast. Uh, I'm sort of doing that now. I don't really have a set play out today, but I was just kind of... When I tried to do one yesterday, I felt I was just trying to go through the motions. Like, I've got to just put something there. Hey, but And I know that I want to do better shows as far as more focus, but I do, it's just me, you know, what I can I say, but I did yesterday's would have been real chaotic, I was really tired and, uh, it would have been just like a hear something and go, um, I have a little bit of thought on this one, you know, before I just immediately just started recording, um, the, and it has to do with something I encountered, uh, yesterday, no, maybe it was two days ago, and, uh, I should already know about this because I'm a huge Transformers fan, but, uh, Transformers has a series coming to Netflix. I don't know if it's already on there or if it's coming soon to there. But I, uh, they were putting out merchandise where I worked, and I, they had new mod Transformers from the Netflix line. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, let's take a look at it. Already on the shelf uh, was... Um, a sideswipe, which is the red Lamborghini Transformer, um, and basically it was a repaint of the one I already have from the you know Transformer Siege line. And uh, this one, instead of having um, you know just a few battle damage things and paints, is as, it as really looks like he's been into a war. You know, had some good uh, grayish, like he'd been shot or in a battle. You know, but it wasn't enough to where I was like, oh, I've got to have that right now because it was just like, hey, that's the same Transformer uh, with a few little different markings on it slight different markings. I couldn't tell the difference between Hound. I didn't have it side by side. Hound looked without having them side by side and still not looking at them side by side. looked almost identical enough to where I'd be like, I don't think I'd buy Hound because it's the same exact Hound. If it was discounted, I would buy both of those for sure. Um, then I saw the what I knew about already was Mirage, which is the Formula One race car, the blue one. Um, he in the Siege line before this Netflix line, he he's an Autobot. I'll just say that first off, and he's a good guy. But in the Siege line, instead of being blue, he's purple, and he and he's a Decepticon. Now, I don't know what the storyline for the Siege story is, or Transformers story on Netflix is, but either Mirage is a spy for the Autobots and he's working with the Decepticons, or Mirage is a Decepticon in this Netflix one. Uh, I'm not sure what the storyline is, but it was one of those things where where I I was talking about I wouldn't buy a toy because of slight paint differences. Um, This was a total different paint job. It made him look totally different. Uh, It looked good. Now, if it was the Mirage I had with the blue and he was an Autobot and he was only a couple paint differences here and there, I would have been like, Nah, I'll pass on it. But I I knew I had to have him because he was a total different paint job uh, and and he was a totally different team apparently or spying on the other team uh, because he is totally a Decepticon. Uh, And if you know who Mirage is um, from the old Transformers series, the 80s one, the cartoon – um, He was an Autobot. I don't think he was ever a spy as far as I'm a member of the Decepticons. It's hard to remember. I know he had the invisibility trick where he could spy on them by turning invisible and watching them and spying. Um, this could be where he is a spy for the Autobots, but he's a Decepticon. Or maybe this takes place in some other storyline where he's always been a Decepticon and maybe he'll turn into an Autobot one day. I don't know. The reason... I'm talking about these paint differences. Uh, they had a sealed box, and it was like a $50 box. And it's like, um, don't, warning, don't open. There's spoilers. And there's no window. There's no back of the box that tells you exactly what's in there. You're supposed to open it and be like, oh, my goodness. Uh, this is part of and it. said it was spoil part of the Netflix series. Uh, I was like, oh, my goodness. Uh, what is this? But uh, I, I don't want to. I'm not going to lie Bly. I'm not going to buy a blind box $50 toy. (laughs) and figure out what it is. But it's not designed to be a blind box. It is a certain character. I actually had to hunt it down through sources on the internet, regular internet searches or YouTube. And I finally found someone who had one and they opened the box. And in the box is Ultra Magnus. I was like, which is like the other... He's like Optimus Prime, you know, the diesel transformer, but he's the white version. Instead of red, he's white, uh, and then he combines with his trailer, which is usually a car carrier, um, and that'll be armor to make him bigger than the regular Optimus Prime. So he's uh, Ultra Magnus, but um, again, Ultra Magnus has um, slight color It's like Sideswipe, so I was like, I'm glad I looked and didn't just buy this to try to figure out what it is, because... Ultra Magnus, while it's cool to have a cool looking Ultra Magnus figure, it just looks like a different color variation on the Ultra Magnus I already have. Uh, Will I never get it? I don't know. I mean, if it was marked down or if there is something I missed from the quick glances at people looking at it and taking it out of the box, maybe I'll purchase it, but... Um, it's not one of those high on my list because it's just a slight color variation. I, as a collector, yeah, you want everyone, But it's just like Sideswipe. It's just a slight. Uh, something of white on him was gray uh, in several different places. Uh, he might have been darker colored on some plate, But he was too much. Now, nah, if he had been a total... Um, Yeah, I can't really, people who don't know what I'm talking about Ultra Magnus won't even know what I'm trying to say. There was a Japanese version of Ultra Magnus, or it might have been a different character because it was using the same mold, but it was a way different color than the blue, white, and red. It was like, I think it had black and orange and yellow on it. And if it had been a total recolor of Ultra Magnus, um, that would have been more tempting. Like, hey, it, it looks totally different it's recolored. Uh, it's not just slight little parts of it are different colored. Um, that's where I would uh, definitely be interested in it. Um, I I'd also found the Megatron, and I was like, I, I don't need to get the other Megatron. Um, he's like, it could be $30 or $40. I said, I've already got the Siege War, Siege War for Cybertron Megatron, and then I got the Walmart release where the Cell Shaded Megatron and now they've released this Megatron, and it's like a. I didn't think I, I knew. I knew immediately I didn't need to get it, and I still haven't got it, by the way. But now I'm tempted to get it. I mean, just looking at it, it was like a metallic gunmetal gray. It just looked good. It was like, and uh, here's another thing. It's like um, it looks. It was painted fully, even though it was this sort of the same color, but in a metallic gray it looked really good it wasn't a slight uh like a slight one part here is a different color one part there's a different color like the other two and so it was a total different uh it was darker it looked different and maybe they did change some things on it i don't know but it does It looked different enough to where i was like man uh, not high up on the list but i definitely do want to get it um and man i could kick myself for not remembering the brother Jets specific name but the uh The purple jet, which I'm assuming is Thunder... No, it's Skywarp. Yeah, Skywarp. That's got to be the... I'm pretty sure it's Skywarp. The purple and black jet, he was released with Megatron, and he looked in a Cybertronian form. Not the airplane form. And he looked really good. And they they came with uh, some mini Transformers as well. Uh, I definitely want to get the Skywarp, but I did not wind up getting him that day because I was... Getting uh the Mirage, I bought it. It was great. Um, and then I bought um I wrote down even though I don't like the fifty dollar Transformers, I bought Astro Train. Um, he's basically a thirty dollar transformer with uh, a couple of extra parts, kind of like Shockwave, to make him a train or a thing a rocket shuttle base and i think it's cool that they have that but again uh, he is not a big transformer uh it's like the prime i did break down and buy with the it's a small prime with a trailer i think prime should have been bigger or did something with the trailer maybe combine with it um but it's just um the Astro Train is like an accessory uh the pieces of it it's should have been a $30 transformer and they should have thrown all that in for good measure or made them just a bigger transformer altogether. Uh, I I am glad I did get it because I looked at my headmaster astrotrain and when you look at this new astrotrain, this uh, new astrotrain looks more like the 80s cartoon version than the other astrotrain. The other astrotrain, the headmaster one, looks kind of closer to the G1 toy. It looks sort sort of like the G1 toy Uh, Which looks nothing like the cartoon, but this new one looks more like the cartoon. We'll be back after a break. And we're back. We're talking a little bit about uh, the comics industry in general. A lot of comic shops are going to, due to the current state of things, because of the virus going around um, and everything shut down. uh, The comic shops, um, a lot of them are going to wind up closing down. Maybe if you're lucky in the area you are, that your comic shop was prepared for something like this and uh, will be able to reopen one day. Um, What's happened with the comic shops is uh, even if they wanted to try to continue to somehow deliver books or something to you through the mail or drop them off at your house or something, and still get paid, uh, they they couldn't do that because uh, Marvel and DC had stopped shipping books to them. So there was a drought of comic physical comic books. I don't know about digitally, but physical comic. Comic books, going to shops, uh, officially stopped as soon as they shut down, you know, all businesses everywhere except for big box places. That's another thing in general. Um, but, uh, so comic books, you know, there's always this rumor floating around that, that it's a dying industry because it's a paper, uh, based industry and, uh, the books get more expensive and things can go digital. um, so it's always had trouble, and uh, if you do any research, like I was going to open a comic shop one time, and uh, I did a lot of research into it, and if I had chosen to, I would have had to have a second or third thing in there to keep me afloat, because comics, while make money, they don't make a lot of money. Um, and it's harder and harder to keep a established uh, customer base just on comics alone, Um and it just seems to get less and less and more expensive and more expensive because there's just not uh, a lot of people that uh, keep supporting the physical comic side. They like the digital means and they like watching the movies uh, and stuff. But without the comics, the movie care like if the comics never came out, there'd be no comic book movies like the Marvel Universe Movies like Avengers and all them, if they didn't have comics. They might get lucky and have a movie like that. Uh, they may not, but the uh, comics industry is going to take a hit after this opens everything up again and everybody gets to go in again. If you happen to listen and you are a comic shop owner, good. You know, hopefully you'll be able to open up again. Uh, and my only thing I thought of is like, if I was one, I I would call my customers and say, Hey, uh, I know your physical address. Um, if you want to pay, I would download something on my my, my iPhone or iPad. And then I would have them basically, I would go to their house to still make my money. But since comics are not even being delivered to the stores anymore, that would be impossible. Uh, I guess I would... You know, call them and ask, hey, would you want this figurine ordered for you or something? You know, it's something just to get money from someone somewhere. But uh, the comics industry was already on a course for extinction, a slow course. But this just put a a major, major bullet in it. It, It's it's hurt it. Uh, If you look up anything on YouTube, there's YouTube videos of people discussing the impact this is having on the industry. um, even people like uh Jay and Silent Bob, the Silent Bob guy, he has his own comic shop and when he found out that uh, they weren't shipping comics anymore, he's like, What? I mean, it was in this one little YouTube clip video. Um, you have to wonder if the comics industry will ever recover from this. I'm not sure. We will have to see. Um, so that's something to think about. The thing is is one thing I, I kinda nitpick about is like I they tell all these small businesses that that hey we're locked down or shut down but we're gonna leave essential businesses open, and then uh, you walk into a place a big box store, I went into one with a friend I was doing a favor for you the and then the parking lot was packed um, they probably had a thousand or more people in there, or more and I'm uh, I'm literally having to scrub by somebody because they won't get out of the way shoulder to shoulder. And it's like, and we're not fighting over groceries. We're literally, my my friend is buying something to keep him, you know, a a video game basically. Uh, And he's going to be entertained by that. That's great. But it should have been more, less people and more focused on what you need to survive. But everybody, um, even myself, probably don't understand the magnitude of someone having it or trying to stay away from it but um the ultimate is they're they're letting bigger stores still run business as usual make millions of dollars and uh they should be either limited and i I hate to say it because i like to buy frivolous things i bought transformers uh, which is not essential and uh the i mean if you're really going to try to control it and you don't want people to get sick um, you have to find a way to seclude the reg- regular frivolous shopping and it's only have essential stuff open then you can keep everybody at home because why would you go out there Somebody to get groceries you can't access anything else uh, and then uh, after a two-week period you or three weeks or four weeks however long it takes Eventually, then the disease is eradicated or they hopefully find a virus for it. But the way it runs now is they let you, um, in the big box places, come in and as many, almost as many as you want, it seems. I mean, it, it just was ridiculous. Uh, uh, and the, then they tell the smaller stores where you can't go get a haircut because you get COVID or whatever. But I can go to a bigger box store and rub shoulder to shoulder run into a million people, not a million, but a couple thousand people and uh intermingle with them touch things they've touched i can't go to a uh, barber shop which i don't need to go because i got a great barber her name is my wife melissa (laughs) and uh you know but it just seems like a double standard they need to uh either tighten up on the big box ones or just loosen up on the smaller ones say hey okay you can open but you have to meet these guidelines and then let them open up um I was trying to think. I lost part of what I was talking about, uh, and I'm trying to catch it before the end of this podcast. Uh, I had something to do with uh, the virus. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, really brief on the WWE is, um, and this is where you can look it up on YouTube or just news sites in general. Um, in Florida, the WWE was, uh, you know, they told them they had to shut down. And then the governor he said it's not essential. Um, so the man it's man's wife is a part of a super PAC and they donate to you know the Republican parties, so, which I'm not trying to get political it's not really about that, but they donate my uh, 18 million towards uh, the Republican Party well I know not 18 million but a, a bunch of money well 18 million specifically happened to go to Florida and as soon as they got the 18 million all of a sudden the governor like and this could be coincidental guys but uh, who believes in coincidences but 18 million goes to the florida governor and that day he says hey you know what uh, wwe is essential entertainment so the person's wife donates 18 million to florida then the governor says hey you know your husband's business he can he can run wrestling is essential now it's an essential entertainment you have to you can run it and uh so it was a little bit shady how they got deemed essential business, and part of the reason I think is that they were afraid wrestling the wrestling person was afraid McMahon uh that the fox and u s a you know you can only do so many pre recorded shows, and his original plan was to pre record several months' worth of shows but well, you can they were only allotted they can only do four a year, so if they did more than four, then those companies could uh, say hey we're going to renegotiate our tr- contracts and uh, they could pay WWE less so in fear of that I guess they pulled some strings and got a favor from the governor speculation that could be all coincidental uh, but, I mean WWE does entertain people so it could have been maybe someone changed his mind and maybe it wasn't that money but I really suspect that that went down in that uh, manner Is it true that that's possible? Maybe, or it could be totally innocent. You have to give them the benefit of the doubt. You know. Um, Also, you know they're making billions of dollars WWE, and then they cut a lot of talent, even though they didn't have to. A lot of people are mad about that. Um, It's not talent you would recognize if you follow WWE. It's like second stringers, uh, a few that were on the main roster. all really talented people, but they wound up cutting them anyway. And uh, if you watch any of the news stories, that they weren't going to lose money this year, so they didn't really even have to cut them. The speculation was is they cut them to look good for investors. So, and I and I I told someone I said, "Welcome to the world of business people, because uh, WWE when you try to cater to stockholders or whatever, it doesn't matter. You're going to make decisions that are." not very employee friendly sometimes you just want to make the company look good sometimes it's about making the company look good so everybody's happy and the company survives it's unfortunately a necessary evil sometimes that uh, we can all hate on i hate on it but it's something they've always done all businesses um wow this is I don't really even like this last segment that well, so if it's kind of a bummer, it's just interesting information. You shouldn't take my word. You should go look into it for yourself and find out on anything I just talked about in this segment because, um, you know, there are always two sides. Maybe I was wrong about one thing or another, but um, interesting to check out uh, those things about the comic shops and the whole McMahon's business becoming essential in Florida over that, and then um, the letting go of several talent people even though they didn't have to check it out and uh you can let me know if you maybe you disagree and maybe i'm uh, you know being conspiracy theory about the money changing the governor's mind but who knows uh it's very very interesting to look at for sure well this has been hollywood Ink, and we're going to try to do better next week folks see you around